Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, well, we had some plans for this week, but real life happened. So we have other plans for this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the eight-page Famitsu interview that was released a couple of days ago. Uh, we have it completely translated in English thanks to 11 Mile, a Reddit poster, and he's also updated his based on some other people posting on the thread. So we're going to be going through the entirety of that. There's a lot to talk about. So without further ado, I am one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Pulverum. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Fox, a.k.a. My boy, Blue. How you doing? I almost fucked that up because I forgot to click uh, unmute. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you, so you almost... I almost fucked it up, but we're good. You almost days without incident. Mm -hmm. I love whenever I switch to the scene, you you see Dwayne for like half a second. Have you? I saw Central Intelligence recently. It's pretty good. It's it's good for a Kevin. Oh, actual Hart. Dwayne. Yeah, actual Dwayne. Good old actual Dwayne. Everybody loves actual Dwayne. Yeah, I think Aloha awesome. Dwayne, Aloha Dwayne the Cat Johnson is down there sleeping by my feet. So he, he's your foot model. No, if I do that, he kind of gets uncomfortable and he moves. But he's by, so he's usually by my feet. No. All right, so before we even address that eight-page interview, I just want to quickly address the obvious thing that's missing from this week's show. Um, last week, we said that the plan was to have uh, members of the Limit Break Radio uh, on the cast today. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of scheduling conflicts pretty much all came up last minute. A lot of them either were called into work or uh, have classes, and there's just too many people. Like, we would have been able to at least get two or three together, but the two or three now also have obligations. So they're all... We're, we're going to work on a different day. It doesn't mean they're not going to be on the show. It just means they're not going to be on today. All right? And honestly, we probably still would have talked about this had they been on the show. They just Either way, yeah. They just would have been contributing solely to the, you know... We wouldn't have solely talked about this. We would have also, you know, talked to LER about... Derails know, galore. Yeah, derails galore. A Nero galore. Pretty much. That's 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 all you that's all you need to know. And fuck carrots. Anyway, um, so we're gonna go over this interview. <laughs> Anyone who gets that Dave Chappelle reference, it's just because of Saturday night. It has it had to be done. Okay. Anyway, so uh, this eight-page interview for those of you who don't know, uh, this interview was released. Let me see how many days. I think it still says a day ago. I'm pretty sure it was yesterday in the morning that it was released. It's probably been about 36 hours since this was made public. And this is an interview that came just after North America's Fan Festival. So it's mostly relevant to 3.5 and Stormblood, which is why it's gotten so much attention. So, Sly, how much of it have you read? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit's, a little bit's a good amount. That's all we really need is a little bit. Like, uh, like uh, the 50 Cent song. What 50 Cent song is that? Just a little bit. I don't remember if the song is called that or if it's about, I don't know. You trying to actually remember the name of the song? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name of the song, um, but there's a lot of important details here. So, slides a lot to get through. Let's get started. Let's. So the very first one is uh, honestly, it's a good point to start on the Proto Ultima fight that we did at FanFest. You know, hashtag World First. Mm -hmm. Thank you, motorcycle. Hashtag World First. Um, it will be in patch three point five. It says unspecified patch, but let's be honest, they did this with Odin. It shouldn't actually be. A surprise with anybody right right and, um, and again it's 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 pretty faithful from what we did so the thing go is go ahead what, that's what's mentioned here um the format of the 24 man will still be there it'll still be a 24 man queued in i'd imagine mm -hmm. like odin they'll tie it into the story of asus law in some way right. um even though it had no story at FanFest. but they're saying it's possible that the public version may be harder 
I don't know. The only way Odin was harder was um, you couldn't silence Einherjar and you couldn't mm -hmm. stun Hall of Stone. Those were the two only two differences between the version we played at FanFest and the version we got in 2.5. So you're saying new mechanics, basically? I'm not saying... New, not, new, not new mechanics, but... Scaled, scaled up. Like, the mechanics okay. will probably be scaled up, or there will be more gotcha. of them. But not by a whole lot. I can't imagine he'd be that much harder than he was at mm -hmm. FanFest. Um, he was very easy at FanFest. So I'm curious what the... Di I, I think they'll probably bring it up to the similar levels of difficulty to maybe, like, Weeping City. That wouldn't surprise me because they said that's where they want the difficulty of the 24-mans to be. And this is a 24-man trial, which is new. We've never had a 24-man trial in the game before. So that brings up a good question. Do you think we'll see more things like this in Pool 3.0? Yeah, I think, that, I think that this is a good way for them to test what it's like to do trials for 24 people and where the difficulty kind of needs to lie. So I think it's going to be really important for people to provide feedback on this. Because even just thinking about, like, quote-unquote, Savage Ozma, like, which we don't know what's happening with that. We don't know if that's real, even though they showed us, like, what he would happen please, with him. I really am not confident that Savage Ozma would go down well in our community. As, not as well as the community thinks it would. There are people like me who could totally, like, get behind it, but I wouldn't be down for a ton of that it type of It would go well on Tonberry. It would go great on Tonberry. Yeah. I would absolutely trust a Tonberry group to get together in the Party Finder and succeed at this. But um, it, it does it does leave options open because if they want to do one-off trials for 24 people and they want to make that something more frequent, then this is where they start. And I think that's the bottom line because it is the first of its kind. Are you looking forward? What, what kind of rewards do you think we're going to see, Proto Ultima? Because they gave us Glamour for the last one. I'm assuming it'll be similar here. Yeah, Glamour. I'm not really expecting to get much out of it. Again, I didn't expect much out of um, what we got at FanFest today, really. Um... I wasn't like you didn't get a shirt, so I could tell you <laughs> we're not, we're definitely not. We didn't even get a shirt at FanFest, so no. What are we? What could we really expect out of it in game? Yeah, I'm just wondering because if they did glamour, like what would they? What would it be? Like it's not like Odin because Odin they like gave you like individual pieces of what was once before the like full body set. Do we get anything from the Proto Ultima or Reflasia? You, you get the exoplates that you can spend, that you can go to the, the NPC. They'll probably give you some exoplates mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. most people don't really do the fate anymore. But right. that can't be the only reward unless they're adding more rewards to what the exoplates can be used for. I don't know. Hard to say. I, I, yeah, can I, get, can I get a shirt that says I beat Proto Ultima and didn't even get a shirt so I made my own? That's what I... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have the right on like I still have my badge. Didn't we have the right on our badge like I beat Proto Ultima or something like that? Just the yeah, because we needed to prove it for the live quest. Yeah, which that, I didn't. that was that was our shirt. That was us just saying I beat Proto Ultima. And some people yeah. like wiped off because it was just <laughs> it was just Sharpie, <laughs> so it just wiped off. Pretty like, much. Well, shit, shit. Yeah. Um. All right, well, that was the first detail, so there you go. I mean, that's either going to be in 3.5 or 3.55. My bet would be 3.5. And expect it to tie into the story of Azaslot in some way. Um, other than that, they talk about a few other things, you know, talking about how the Warrior of Light in the trailer is wearing the AF, the artifact armor. Pretty predictable. That raises the question, because he only speaks about the Warrior of Light. And once again, the female uh, is left out of the conversation. They didn't ask and he didn't answer. He they, he just only commented on the the warrior of light. Wonder why. Um, I had to do months. 
hashtag two monks. Um, and the other question is, if he's wearing the monk artifact, then what is she wearing? But the thing is, if she is a, she's a unique character to the story, it's not expected she would wear artifact armor. You know what I mean? Estinian's one of those like rare cases where he legit wears artifact armor. Right. So uh, curious to see. I th I th Yoshi P loves fucking with us. Of course, he wasn't going to say anything. Not. He's not gonna say anything until it's like at the very end when he knows. Okay, I gotta make or break at this point. So we'll we'll see what he actually does. <laughs> I'm curious. Um, so some other things here. Uh, we're given one third of the major content of the Stormblood announcements. That's obvious because we've had one of the three fan fests. Oh gee, I wonder one third. I wonder why there's why it's only one third. What happened to the other two? You know, there's two more mm -hmm. fan fests. I wonder. You wonder, Sly? Are you wondering? I I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I'm glad you're wondering. I'm wondering, too. We should wonder together. Nope. It's going to be in a lot later. There you go. Yeah, definitely. The one that's on November 25th, 10 days from now, from yeah. when we're doing this live. You guys on YouTube will see it on, you know, it's nine days. You know, whatever. Um, they talk about primals and how they'll once again see more differences from, like, the whole Beast Tribe thing. We've started seeing that already, so I guess that's not too much of a surprise. But what's interesting is that Asians are going to be much less involved in the next expansion. It's really going to be a story about... The Garlands, and not they're not just gonna have like an Asian undertone to every single thing that happens. And that's what I was about to say. Were they really that involved? I mean, they were to a certain extent, but they weren't the highlight of of three No, like they tried to make them super involved with like you know why Thornton was doing what he was doing, mm -hmm. and like the final scene before you take on King Thornton obviously heavily implies the Asians. There's plenty of scenes there that involve the Asians. But it didn't so much – they're always involved in such a way where it's in the background to the point where it never feels like they're the main threat until we're directly in front of them. So it's a kind of a weird thing to have to say because they try to keep a lower presence. It's just that with the Warrior of Darkness in 3.4, I guess they felt the need to state, okay, the Warrior of Darkness is gone now. So, you know, the Asians need another backup plan of some kind, especially if Orion J was just fucking with them like he was. Still looks swag as hell. I can't believe he's so young. That's another thing we have to address, by the way. That's another thing we have to address, is there as Evia last week. Um, but they say that, so Zeno C.A. Galvis, we find out specifically, because we were talking about him fighting for the for Emperor's spot. He's the son of the Emperor. He's the son of the current Emperor, which is new information. We only knew he was part of the royal bloodline. Now we know he's directly, he is his son. So I'm curious how that plays into him being of the 12th Legion with Vayne and uh, what the hell is the little guy's name? I don't even remember. It's Vayne Solidor and I don't know. He goes under two different names. I don't know. Somebody in the chat will let us know in a minute yeah. or so. I'm but sure. It, how, like, that begs the question how old is Varus? I mean, Varus was part is of the that royal even, Is line. that in the book? Varus, I don't remember. Varus is, um, dude, Varus is, is, is been part of the royal bloodline forever. He's Larsa. There you go. It's Larsa a, Solidor. But um, that's the thing. He, he looks, uh, and. I don't know. He's got a pretty, like, fucking old looking face. Bullshit. He looks young as fuck. He's like. Yeah, he looks like. 14 has a way of hiding age so well. We learned that. You learned that the hard way last week. He's also he's jacked as shit. Yeah. That's like, he's really. That's he's armor. A really, he's that's a really, no, armor. Sorry. He's actually Sorry. that big. He's so much bigger. He's so much bigger than everyone else. Like, he's got, he's got Allegan technology, like pumping, like, steroids into his veins or something. So, he, so he's Allegan uh, Bane, basically? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Allegan Bane. Nobody cared mm -hmm. who he was before he put on the mask. Right. That's Ida, actually. Um, so, anyway. 
that's going on with him and his son. Uh, I'm curious if there's a Larsa Vane connection here where Xenos... Mm -hmm. It seems like Xenos is really not a good guy. <laughs> but if we are to believe he's the son... The thing is, Larsa's a brother to Vane, not a son. So I'm curious to where that actually fits in. They're, they're blood relatives, but they're not father and son. They're brothers. So I'm curious if he's going to be more like Vane Solidor or probably more like Vane Solidor, if you remember the story of 12 a lot. Because I'm pretty sure... Vane killed his father at some point in 12. Pretty sure he kills daddy at some point. God, this, you're just making me want to go back and play 12. Well, you can in January. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Or February. It's quarter one. It's not finalized yet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. So if, if that's a, that's a major plot line to consider is that Xenos may indeed kill the current emperor as a means of exacting his plans versus his father's. Which is pretty and fucked up, because didn't we find out that that the current emperor, that he, like, wanted to literally burn everything to the ground in Eorzea? <laughs> and this guy's even more sinister. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And piggybacking off of that, in um, terms of Garleans, Regular will have more of a role in 3.5. So here's the thing. Didn't they say this in 3.3, the patch between Sephiroth and Sophia, where we got that mm -hmm. instance in Arf, and they're like, there's, it's gonna be, you're gonna, he's gonna have something that profoundly changes him. And like, nothing fucking happened. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is the finale of the Warring Triad. Something has to happen. Right. Something. I don't know if he becomes the demon. I don't know if they're gonna set up another trial in 3.55. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. But what could possibly happen to him other than him turning into Kafka? Tower of the Gods, yeah. It's the only thing I can think of, Tower of the Gods. Yeah, and then what is that, another 24-man, like, proto-ultima? Like, what, yeah, what goes on here? I'm down, don't get me wrong. It's just, like, that's not the first time they've said Regula's going to have, like, a decisive moment. And the last time they said that, fucking nothing happened. So something's got to give this time. That's how I feel. Um, and then it's weird because they ask about... So apparently somebody asked if Xenos was like Kefka. And I'm just like, no. That's no. like that's just that's not how this whole Legion thing works. And he's just he's the biological son of the current emperor. That's all he would say. That's when we found that out. We also found out they're trying to figure out what to do with Astinian. They don't know what to do with him, because he just walked away and they're like, shit. Do we oh, shit. They've decided on what to do, but like they don't know they won't they, they, they won't tell us where he's going, what's going on with him. I mean, he has to kind of have, like, a, you know, not really a fade in the black, like, you know, monks. Unless Astinian's going to level his monk or something. Astinian's going to job change the monk also. Yeah. He's like, fuck this dragoon life. I'm out. I'm out, bitch. I'm all Amigan now, I swear. Totally not. Um, but what's interesting is that they, they, they want him to be a scion, but they know that Astinian's personality is like, fuck that. No. Not gonna be a scion. Alpha knows asking me. Hmm. Nah. Yeah, I see. I see Astinian more as kind of the anti-hero, or what he's been, what we've been through with him. Astinian's more of like, I don't even say Magneto. Where he could stand so, in our way, but he could also be on our side, kind of thing. Yeah, he's he's he's, inf he's he's able to be influenced easily. Well, Thancred was easy to be was easy to influence back in two point We saw what happened with him. Yeah. Also, it's worth noting that we, we constantly called Xenos' weapon a samurai weapon, right? It's actually a gunblade samurai weapon. <laughs> Apparently, there's a gun on that thing. 
that I didn't notice last time. So he's a, so samurai gun gun job confirmed. There you go. Are you talking about the oh the the? I guess I don't have the picture handy, but it I just mean, holds a shit ton of swords. That's what all it looks like. Yeah, I mean the thing is, he doesn't say it's a gun blade. It says while the weapon he holds doesn't really relate to his character, but if asked when he's holding a gun blade, then yes, he's holding. Okay, no, no, he outright says he's holding a gun blade. Okay. Because they specifically ask about the weapon, probably trying to get a hint. Is that samurai? And he's just like, "That's a gun blade, yeah." That's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a samurai gun blade. All right. I don't think that has anything to do with the job, but he did say to pay very close attention to his weapon, which says a lot about a character. Curious, curious where that ends up leading. Um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna talk about another new job at Tokyo Fan Fest, which and- was to be expected. To be expected, they'll probably do the same thing they did with Machinist, where they talk about Red Mage and then they do a shirt for the other job. I'm gonna, it's gonna be great if he if he shows up in a shirt that's like, um, uh, what's what's the breakdancing movie that the all like the series of breakdancing movies that they um, Electric Boogaloo. No breakdancing movies like with J Lo. J Lo. Is it J Lo? I don't fucking know. Here, let's see. Break. Honey. No. no, not honey. Breakdancing movies. No, breaking. No, where the fuck? Somebody's gonna know what I'm talking about here. Somebody's gonna know what I'm talking about. It's like three, step up. There you go. Step up. Oh. There you go. It's, he's gonna show up with a shirt with fucking J Lo. It's gonna be a step up shirt. Step up to it to the, the streets. That's what he's gonna show up. Or he shows up with a samurai jack shirt. One of the two. Or he dresses up as a belly dancer. Please don't let him do that. That's not. Nobody wants that. Yeah, I, no. I want that. No, you don't. Please, Sly, please Sly and thank wants, you. Sly please wants, and thank you. Sly wants belly dancer Yoshida. All right, that's that's a thing. Anyway, um, that's so that's we knew that. But again, no classes. Very specifically, no classes. They even speak in this uh, interview about unifying classes and jobs in 5.0, where it's literally you start the game as a job and you don't start as a class and turn into a job. They legitimately said it's under consideration for 5.0. Unification. How do you feel about unification? Of cl- I'm going to call it that for now. The unification of classes and jobs. Not the, not the consolidation, not the combination. The unification. It would simplify things for newer players. I think so, too. That would be the only thing. That would be the only, I guess, benefit and bonus. Because, like, for every one of us, we've already been through the whole class and class then job thing. So really, it's not even going to benefit us. It's just going to benefit the players. Yeah, it it literally doesn't matter to us. Like unless you're <laughs> leveling like another character or something. Like if you were mm-hmm. making character on a new server. But even then, like that immediately also fixes the problem they have with summoner and scholar, where they don't want to buffer. They don't they don't want to change abilities that affect both jobs as often. They just want to mm-hmm. affect the job abilities. So um, it makes it a little bit easier to create two unique experiences versus one experience that branches two ways. So I'm I'm happy to hear they're considering the unification of uh, of the classes and jobs. Uh, main story quests versus side quest ratio. See that the ratio of quests will favor the main story instead of favoring side quests. So basically, not a shit ton of side quests, but either higher exp or more main story quests. That of course they have relevance because they said they're trying to get rid mm-hmm. of all the fluff quests, but um. They, they they understand that a lot of the times side quests are just fucking boring. 
So they're not trying to push more of so those no more baskets? No more baskets? I fucking please. Just, I, no, no more baskets. I hope that's what that means, no more baskets. How do you, did, did you, did you, okay, I gotta ask, did you like side quest? Uh, God damn it, Blazing, I just saw what you linked in my chat. Do not put Yoshi P's face on that, please. I can't take it. <laughs> I can't take it. I just can't take it. Don't do that. Anyway, and if you, yes. if you do tweet yes. it, if, if you do tweet it at us, though, please, please. You, it, don't do it, but if you do tweet it at us, please. Um. Uh, yeah. How do you do, do? you like side quests at all, Sly? Oh. I don't. I'm like I couldn't be it happier. Filled, if they it filled said in the time. It filled in the time, um, at the beginning of the expansion, to where I was doing main story quests, and then you know, I get to this level. Okay, I'll, I'll do. I don't mind doing a few side quests here and there. A few. Do you remember how it was when I, I remember. I remember. I was there. I had to get the baskets. I had to do all that bullshit. Yeah, I, I remember it. And, you know, we kind of learn, um, you know, just do dungeons. Just do dungeons, man. That's it. Yeah. It, it, but really, is that really what you want going That's forward? The thing. Just a, is, is that what you want going forward? Just do main story quests, get locked out, and just spam dungeons until you get. Pals of the Dead or whatever the next deep dungeon is, Fates. Yeah. I want them to make the fading experience more exciting. I want them to find a way to make. How? That's the I don't have the answer. I'm just saying it's a desire. There are ways to do it. I mean, I've there are such things as dynamic quests in other games that aren't mm -hmm. so simple as fates, but I don't see them spending a lot of effort to enhance fates when right. they can enhance other aspects of the game. They can make the dungeons better, they can make they can streamline things a little bit easier, they can make more raid bot. That's just it's probably so low on the priority list. And Blazing brings up a good point in chat. Um, but the, along with the side quest game, little bits and nuggets of story. Yeah, that's and... fine. They're not getting rid of side quests though. Like right. even just going back to the Dravanian Forelands, the quests with the mm -hmm. Choco with the the Chocobo hunters. Mm -hmm. That was a good set of side quests if you cared for yeah. story. And then you have things like Hildebrand, which is a side quest for story. But what we're talking about are the menial tasks, and with the Mughals being the primary example, those are the quests they want to cut back on. Yeah, and they've already said they're never going to do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, you know, Dark Scale is actually a great example of something that shook up fates when the expansion yeah. was new. Yeah. That, a multi-part like fate that actually has mechanics and item-level relevant rewards while you're leveling. The belt was a great reward to get. You did, I wish that they maybe had a system in place that you didn't get, like, tanking belts when you're on a monk, for example. But mm -hmm. dark, dark scale, as much as little as people do it now, was a good example of making a fate feel better to do. I was excited when the dark scale fate came up. It was good EXP. The reward was always something to look forward to. And it was just more fun and slightly more challenging than your average fate was at the time. So I think that dark scale is he's like, he's like a one of a kind fate. He's the only fate that does anything relevant for your item level. Like, think about it. What other fate sure. is like dark scale that is actually, that actually matters? Well, I mean, there are other, you know, step-by-step -step fates, I mean. But, I mean, think of, like, Dark Scale's value as a fate versus other fates' values. He's the only back, one that's back ever... when it was Back when it was relevant to all, that's the only thing I can think of. Even the fate on the other side with the, the, the Twin Tanya clone still mm -hmm. wasn't as rewarding as Dark Scale was. Yeah, but yeah, the, the only thing I can think of and that's back in 2.0 when it was relevant was Svar and uh, Kirks. Yeah, and Svar still didn't even give uh, gear. It was just super relevant for the leveling process. Yeah. 
because of how like how quickly the steps went and how much exp they were worth so i think that uh, that that's one way to shake up the fading experience people feel more excited to do a fate when there's arm when there's a when there's a real reward to look at maybe it's just right. the reward structure of fates that they need to look at then right. um because i think that could definitely uh definitely help the cheetah jacket fate the coral regina fate coral regina yeah i, I mean like, there's, there's the fates that give like the glamour stuff but and that's fine but dark scale it felt good to get that belt i used that belt for a while as well i'm just curious if they can add value like that to other fates as well the Odin fate is fun but not relevant anymore nobody fucking does that no. thing anymore well no no people still do it it, no, it came up earlier today people still do it they do it if they're fucking bored, and that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. And you know, even just looking at the Odin fate, it'd be nice if even things like S ranks were closer to like what Odin is, like hunts. I would find, I would be far more excited to do that because Odin, as much as like, why certain... wouldn't you be excited to do hunts to begin with? It's seals. It's no, but I mean, um, like, I'm not excited because it's gonna fall over in eight seconds, and I'm gonna be like, all right, thanks, man, I'm out. I'm looking for a more gauging experience. Not a more difficult experience, a more gauging experience. Engaging experience. You're not going to get that out of could They could do it. I just don't think they'll spend the resources to do it. Yeah, they're not, one, they're not going to spend the resources on it. Two, you're right. Absolutely right. They could do it. But really, do, I think hunts are good as they are. Simple. Get in, get out, move on about your business. That's just me. I mean that's just that's how it is now. I'd 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 like it to be a little bit more engaging. Like I said, not more difficult, more engaging. Because Odin's not difficult. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, to be fair though, he'll whoop your ass if you don't take him seriously. Still to this day. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I know, like uh, he has raid level mechanics because they expect you to do it with so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when Odin was actually relevant. He, he wipes her. Dude, I was like one of the first. <laughs> I was one of the first Odins. I just showed up to an Odin and it was me. And I was like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> it says Mr. Happy. That was weird, man. Um, another thing that they confirmed when they were talking about jobs, there won't be any new roles. It's still going to be DPS, tank, healer. No support role. Confirmed. We kind of knew this because this isn't the first time they've said this. But I feel like people need to hear that literally from Yoshi's mouth. There won't be any new roles. No potato roll, no support roll, nor ha no hamburger bun roll. So no Titan roll? No Titan roll, no no roll from Mega Man, nothing. That's it. Nothing at all. Um, that being said, they did want to talk about jobs in general, the way jobs are going to see changes. They elaborated on this in talking about they, they use Featherfoot from Monk as an example. Like, even... So, Featherfoot's one of those abilities that when you're... that First of all, you're very rarely attacked in a raid scenario. So, there. It's already much less useful. Even in solo scenarios, it's barely useful. So, now they have to consider, do they increase the evasion on it so it is useful, at least when you're solo? Or do they remove it? And they said that those are the kind of choices they want to... They're trying to make right now with abilities, with the consolidation of skills. They also said that they want to ease certain resources um, into their understanding. For example, the fact that Warrior has both has a different type of stack for both um, Defiance and Deliverance, where they have what is it, Wrath and uh, what's the other one? Wrath and uh, Abandon stacks. They just want to unify it into one type of stack. 
That because no matter it doesn't matter. It's still stacks or stacks. All you need to know is what stance you're in. You know what I mean? So they like those are the kind of like changes they're looking to make to some degree. I don't see how that would. Uh, again, you're only you're only just unifying it into one stack. I just don't see how it would really change. That doesn't, but they're they're looking to clean up the gameplay with like instead of creating all these different icons and having to memorize all these different things, just consolidating them and so making they're just sure that it's trying easier to consolidate resources and that. and make it so it's easy to understand. I mean, it's also lower stress on the server if every time you switch stances on Defiance Deliverance, it doesn't have to mm -hmm. change the debuff. Like even that, that's that's a minor amount of memory, but across every player and every job, that those kind of things add up and allow them to do more, even though it seems mm -hmm. like a super tiny detail. So, um, like, I mean, they also, I didn't know this, apparently in Japan, the, the name for the stacks is going to be Origin Stacks, because all of Warrior's abilities have, like, Origin in the name in Japan, apparently. I didn't know that. That was pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, that's just, uh, that's, that. those are just some of the changes they're thinking of making between, like, buffs and job abilities and stuff like that. I don't know, is there anything on Dragoon that you kind of, that you feel that way about? Like, I don't think, like, Blood of Dragon's pretty consistent, I'd it's imagine. It's consistent. The only way, the only way you could really simplify it is, and it wouldn't really even simplify it, is actually, you know, having both a wheeling and fainting claw available and just making a choice based on, you know, which one you want. That, that really doesn't simplify it. I mean, it does in a way that, oh, you don't have to, you know, kind of predict, even though it's kind of easy, you know, to see which one which one is going to be um, be up. But, I mean, it would work in a way, in a situation where, you know, you, you're in a position to do positionals and, oh, like, oh, I'm on the, I'm on the um, blank. Yeah, I have to do the thrust. No, you can do either or. Oh, so you're just saying, yeah. like, instead of it being a random proc, pretty yeah. much, it's more like, uh, hey, this is beneficial based on my, pos my current position, not... I need to force myself into a position yeah. to to get it done. And then I guess the question is why even make why even have two abilities and then make it positional? Like at that point you might as well just have one ability that comes off the end of them all. Yeah. Like it doesn't if you're already trying to make that decision then I mean, that's a possibility. That's just that's the way they're speaking about adjusting the abilities. I'm probably gonna have to turn mm -hmm. a light on soon. By the way, I, it's, I'm not used to doing State of the Realm with it getting dark so quick, so I'm not used to having to turn <laughs> lights on. So I'm like fading into the darkness right now. Um, and that's that's they they just want to make sure that if you have an ability, it's you have it for a reason. And the abilities right. that they have no means of adjusting and making useful, you don't have them. Um, you might just literally drop. It might the effect the ability might change entirely, or they might just drop the ability altogether. Um, and the the whole point of this is to try and and they very this is a good clarification. They said they want the difficulty of jobs at seventy to remain the same as they are now, despite ability changes. They're, they're not... So we originally thought they were going to bring it back down to a Realm Reborn levels of difficulty, but now they're just trying, they're trying to keep it consistent because this is the difficulty people are learning to play their jobs at, and then that way it stays consistent on their journey to 70. Their difficulty of performing their job doesn't increase just because they got new abilities. Is, is, does that settle with you, or would you have preferred more a Realm Reborn type difficulties? I feel bad for saying that I want a little bit more around the horn difficulties. You know I'm content with the way. What's what's the reason? 
Because that's not a wrong answer. I think it's fair to want a Realm Reborn difficulties back because apparently the level 60 difficulty has been very high for the majority of the player base. Like, it's been too high for a lot of the player base. And that I don't get. I, re I hear that almost every single time when it comes to learning abilities, learning rotations, etc., etc. I don't get it. I, I, you don't get why it's harder now? Yeah, I, re I really don't. I don't, I don't see uh, what made it more difficult besides actually throwing in new abilities. Yeah, and like it's easy for a lot of people to min max everything and you know plug in where everything goes and and that's fine. But it's, when when you really when you really look at it, there's a lot of resources out there. There there are a ton of people, a ton of people who do this on the normal. Um, and I you just go and look at that, and I don't get where it happens. Well, I mean, speaking of a lot of resources out there, do you think the problem is the resources aren't in-game? Because, let's be honest, the majority of people who play... Do you, really, do, do you really want to take that away from the community aspect? No, but I mean, the thing is, the com if the community has power over it in-game as well, I just don't want mentors to have power over <laughs> it. I don't want the mentor system to give people that power. Uh, like, I don't know, something like in a... Pro like, I don't know, like a community tab for in-game, where if there's like a new guide that's been approved by members of the community, it pops up in a Ooh. community tab. Like, for example, like, Miz puts out an Atoll Savage guide, and then it's like, having trouble with this fight? Check out the latest this. Or, you know, Creator, our uh, trying machinist for the first time, and that's in, right. and make it approved by the community. That'd be extra policing. It is, but I'm just, I'm thinking of, the fact that resources aren't in-game is a big deterrent for a lot of people. Not everybody is, not everyone's trying to treat it like, you know, a job where they got to, or, a, or a, like a school class where they got to study for it. Right, right. And, and again, it's a good idea, it's just a lot more policing that the, the community team would have to do. Um, would they want to do that? No. Um, <laughs> probably not, probably not. No, uh, but in the end, it is it is a good idea, but like that in itself, all all the stuff that's done outside of the game is partially what made the game great. Like, right. Not even just seeing what you what you have within the game, but seeing the amount of care people put into it outside, uh, like all the guides, all all the machinimas, everything that goes on outside. Of it. It, yeah. And then I just don't want that community. To, I don't. Yeah. I just don't want that to be diminished by actually just putting it into the game. And not not saying that it will. Well, be, it doesn't have to diminish it. I mean, we have in-game things that lead to out of right. the game. Like they'll right. like it'll be like for example the link that takes you to the palace of the dead rankings or your feast ranking or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just I'm just curious if that's an idea that works because it seems like some one of one member of their staff is equally as concerned about resources not being in the game because a single staff member. Give this guy a fucking raise. He says we need an intermediate hall. Hall of the novice, good start. We need an intermediate hall where people can actually learn the specifics of their job. Like, learn what an ability does. Learn how it interacts with this ability. Learn that you need to move to a position to do a certain attack. You know? And then Yoshi's, uh, Yoshi's like, eh, I don't know that we need that. And then as time has gone on, now he's like, yeah, we, yeah, might, we might need that. We might need that. Is that, do you think we need an intermediate hall? I'll be down for it. It, it, would, it would definitely help, um, you know, the newer players, the newer player base from the start, from novice. Okay, 
you have an understanding of how the game works. Now it's kind of focused on your job and, you know, kind of ways to improve your job. To, and in turn, it would maybe boost, um, great participation. It would boost. It would, it would at least boost the performance. Of, uh, presumably, boost the performance of the duty finder. If they treat it like Hall the novice, where it's like at a certain level, you're directed there mm-hmm. as part of the main story, and you give it. I don't know. With it, with level seventy being the cap at this point, maybe the intermediate Hall could like boost your mm-hmm. exp up to fifty, whereas the ring boosted up to thirty, or something like that. You know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Do you, Do you think going forward for newer players? And this is just like this is not in my opinion. I just ask, uh, do you think Hall of Novice and if they do well, I don't think intermediate should be. But do you think Hall of Novice should be uh, required in players? I yeah, I think that just directing them there's not enough. I think that the main story should at some point demand you go through it. Yes, the rewards are there to encourage you to do it because who the fuck mm-hmm. doesn't want bonus exp for the first thirty levels of the game? Yeah, but that's still you can force these things upon the community and give them the rewards so that they don't feel like, well, I guess I have to go through this. It's like, well, shit, at least I get this at the end of it. I mean, because in most games, you're kind of forced through a tutorial. You can skip it in some, in some way, ways, shapes and form, but like, I'm trying to think of a game that actually forced you to kind of learn. Yeah. Witcher 3. Like, which you didn't care more. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a little mini tutorial that you had to do. Yeah, quote unquote part of the story, but you actually learn from it. So uh, yeah, I, I think it would be a beneficial. And then same with this intermediate hall. If they did it, make it mandatory. No, no. Uh, what you do from from basics is up to you. Now, if you want to learn, that's fine, and you don't have to necessarily learn. I'm from I'm the fucking voting for that shit to be mandatory, dude. I, Why? When a black mage, as soon as a black mage has to learn how to switch between astral and astral fire and umbral ice, I want that motherfucker in the intermediate hall. <laughs> all right, I'm tired of this fucking ice mage bullshit. All right. <laughs> True. <laughs> True, but again, that goes along along the uh, fact of uh, the community outside of the game. Like, yeah, you could you could do intermediary, or you could you know, what you did. You, know, a you can, you can. See, these are all things you can do, you but can. you don't. But you don't have to do, and many people choose not to, which is why I think putting it in the game right. and saying, "Hey, you just got this job to thirty. You have like before we'll even you've j- okay, no, you just got this job to thirty. You unlocked your job in the first place. We mm-hmm. want you in the intermediate hall now, and then every five levels along with your job quests, open a new tutorial up in the intermediate hall." Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we need an advanced hall, because intermediate, I mean, if an advanced hall is another question sometime down the line, where maybe at level 60, once again, they kind of reevaluate it after you've unlocked a bunch of new skills. But I think the intermediate hall could just have advanced lessons as opposed to needing a hall for intermediate, et cetera, et cetera. You don't even need a new hall. You just do the hall of the novice. You just give it an intermediate, just intermediate lessons starting at a certain level. Um, but I think that this is something that just, I think this needs to happen. I think this, like I said, call this guy a dragoon because he needs a raise. All right, that staffer needs a raise. Damn it! Did you know that? Did you see that one coming? Sort of. Uh, do you think? Do you think um, the current, you know, novice network could supplement it? Yeah, if, um, I don't see why not. You just need to add new lessons in. I mean, the interface okay. is already there, so that way they don't have to spend time creating more interface. 
I think that's yeah. the smarter thing to Fair do enough. in terms of in terms of resources. Yeah, and then you have you have Hall of the Novice, the Hall of, Hall of the uh, Hall of the Adventure, and Hall of the Raider. There you go. <laughs> I'm down. I am totally down. Um, and a big reason why this whole intermediate hall is also being brought up is because the topic of jump potions is brought up again, and it's a major major point here. So let's hit a few of them before we talk about it. For one. They're still discussing whether or not they want a jump potion in this expansion. I ex fully expect it. With If it's not in this one, it will absolutely be in 5.0. I have no doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. But it's looking more and more likely like the jump potion will, become, will come into existence specifically in 4.0. Reason being, they said they, that amongst staff, the ratio of people who do want to add the jump potion versus people who don't want to is 7 to 3. So for every 7 people who do want it, there's 3 people who don't want it. Amazing. And that's math, so it seems <laughs> likely that we'll see it. The one, there's a, so there's two points of the jump potion. Let's reiterate to people: one, it'll bring you up to the previous expansion's max level. So in the case of Stormblood, it'll bring you to sixty, and you have to do sixty to seventy yourself. It also skips all the main story up to that point, unlocks all the job quests, all the dungeons, etc. So that way, you've got everything taken care of, and you can focus on what's new. Those are the two major points: the level and the story that it skips. So first of all, I have to question, if you want to skip a story in a Final Fantasy game... Why? That's my... See, here's the thing. I get it. I totally get not wanting to spend however many hours doing the main story again. Like, or not even again, just to, just to play with your friends. That's, like, been the number one complaint. I left the game for six months. I want to come back. I have X amount of hours of main story. Luckily, Heaven's Ward's main story is really quick to get through. Mm -hmm. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's nothing compared to the drag of A Realm Reborn. But it's still a roadblock that intimidates people to coming back. I think the roadblock is leveling. I can honestly see a jump potion, but actually making it to where you would have to do this story, this story alone. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to dungeon scan. You wouldn't have to worry about side quests. You wouldn't. Have to worry about page. You already be at sixty. That's, you know what that reminds me of the fact that I had a. Don't one, do the story. That, you know what that reminds me of when I had a one level fifty character, and then a realm mm -hmm. born came out, and I had to do all the story from one to fifty, even though I already had a level fifty. I'll tell you right now, that was awful. I hated doing that. That was so agonizingly boring. <laughs> so you would actually be okay with missing out on the story? I'm not okay with missing out on the story. I'm just saying. That me already being 50 and going back into the story, the fact that there was no uh -huh. there's no experience reward, all the gear rewards are nearly irrelevant to me. It was right. an awful, awful, awful feeling. It was the story itself was fine. I loved the story, even though I had to do that. But okay, say say um for for example, we do get jump missions. Okay. You, you 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 get jumped to 60. Congratulations. What what would be put in place to actually catch people up in the story? That's the that's the question. Does it give you? Does it just unlock all the cutscenes that you're in, so you can go watch them at your own discretion, or does it? Because yeah, because like you you get to sixty, yeah, you have all like all the uh, abilities and everything. You have that, but you go into quest and there's no there's no real. Or they give you a movie motivation. recap. They just give you yeah. like a, like a, like a, a five, movie recap would be nice. A five six that minute would... recap or something. Yeah. Um, the bigger concern people have is the skill level of players skipping this leveling process. Yeah. That's where the intermediate hall becomes a much bigger discussion mm -hmm. because people want, not only want the intermediate hall for what we currently have, 
Mm-hmm. They want it for if this is to become a reality. I'm going to turn that light on, by the way. Because <laughs> it, is, it is getting a bit ridiculous. What the heck is this? I have a wire that's like... Oh, there we go. It's my friggin' PS4 controller. One of them. I got the Pro Controller, and then I... Well, Pro Controller's not... Eh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I've got a PS4 controller and a Pro Controller. Whatever. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay, now I'm not fading into the darkness anymore. Darkness! Everybody, darkness. Darkness, darkness. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's the thing is they want it for current content. They want it for people who are using this, this jump potion. Is, does, that, does that make you feel it, need, it needs to be mandatory any more than it did before? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, how would you feel about jumping into the duty finder with somebody who... Hey, I'm uses- a fresh, I'm a fresh 60. I've, hey, nope, this 60. is my first. This is my first day playing. And, Wait, what? Uh, um, and you're level sixty. Wait, yeah. what? Huh? Yeah, jump potion. It's pretty cool. Uh-uh. Mm. So, I have this theory, right? It's called the. Th- it's called the theory. It's called the theory of of uh, laziness, right? Okay. If somebody wants to be good at something, I. F- I thoroughly believe that you could you could literally hand them every resource they need in the world to be the best at something. Mm-hmm. And if they and they have a choice, you can you can read all of this or you can not read all of this. But this is the answer you're looking for to to get to where you want to be. The majority of people will say, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> and that's how I feel about the skill level and why there's such a skill gap in 14. Is people choose not to use resources. They, they, it's not unavailable to them. They choose not to. And or it could be that they don't know about the resources. That's it's possible. That's possible. It's, it's possible. Un, it's unlikely, but it's possible. The internet is a thing. So is Google, um, and so is YouTube, and so right. is like Reddit, and just it's so many resources. I can't. I can't. I can't get behind that. The thing is, if somebody wants to be good at something, they will get good at something. It's not get good. Like they will, they will learn something. Whether or not you start them at level sixty, or they are allowed to do the entire leveling process the old mm-hmm. school way, if they if they don't care to improve, they will not get any better. The people who want to play well will play well. So while I do want the intermediate thing to be mandatory, if a jump potion is made. It's if somebody doesn't want to play their job any different than the way they're playing, they still won't even after experiencing the intermediate thing. It was just it it doesn't actually help or hurt the player base. It just makes it so there's a, an in-game resource that teaches people. Right. So I don't know. I don't. I have literally gone to conventions and done like the you know like the trials, like the eight-man trials that are there, and it's like Ravana mm-hmm. or, or or whatever Sephiroth. And I've played with people who have never touched Final Fantasy fourteen. And they're like, I've never played this game before. And they play better than half the people I played with in the Duty Finder. Alright? In the five minutes they're given to analyze the job that they have picked and mess with their hotbars, they are already better than like half of the Duty Finder I play with. Because they wanted to play well. They're like, oh, if I'm gonna play, I'm finally gonna get in this line, you're damn right I'm gonna play I'm gonna do my best to play this job. Right. And don't get me wrong, you also have people who get in those lines and are like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but I'm just saying those people exist because they want it to be good. They they are already playing better than like more than people who like have played the game for three years. And that's crazy to me. That's crazy. That's a random occurrence. 
That's but that's that's not as rare of an occurrence as you think. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a random occurrence. Like you're not gonna. It, that's not gonna be like. That felt less. Like, ra- I I feel like I have a better odd, odds of that happening uh-huh. than I do of getting an ice mage in my fight. <laughs> I've got better odds of finding that random person who cares at a convention than I do going home and then mm-hmm. duty finding an ice mage. That's how I feel, at least. So do all the stuff you want. I don't care about jump potion. Do it. Fucking, I don't care. Somebody wasn't going to play the game anyway. Get $60 out of them for this fucking jump potion shit. Get some money out of them. Use it to make the shit that I like to play. And then whatever. I don't give a shit. But I'm not going to confuse Is that really how you feel? Yes, that is. If this person was not going to spend money on this game otherwise, and you can get them to spend $60, even if they don't play it for more than a fucking month, they wouldn't have played it for any months without this thing in the fucking first place. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So get the money you can out of them, make my shit better, and, and everything will be okay. That's so fucking cynical. <laughs> <laughs> get, the go. get the money and just go. Get the money and go. I don't give a fuck about this ice mage right here. Just take their money. Exactly. <laughs> they were gonna, if they weren't going to spend any money on the game without this fucking thing, then odds are they, were not, they wouldn't have ever paid a dime to the, to the developers in the first place. Right. Okay. Yep. And yeah, that's ex- exactly this. If they're not interested in actually playing the game, they'll use the potion, jump, get bored, and leave. And then they're not my problem anymore. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I feel about it. True. And don't get me wrong, it still has repercussions. But they're not, the repercussions, I feel like we can easily handle as a community. And then they could take that $60 and make, pu- and make Puppet Master in the game for $60. Seems reasonable, right? Right. That's totally, it's totally reasonable. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, they talk a little bit about the cross-class skills and how they're like, they're, they're kind of working on making it so... Uh, like they have, they, they kind of break, they kind of break it down in the way I thought it would happen where it's like, well, tanks have these skills and melee physical have these skills and ranged physical have these skills and, and ranged magical have these. And they're like all put into categories mm-hmm. that people pull from based on what job they're playing. Do you, do you prefer that over current cross-class system? Like the idea of just having role skills and they're just similar. They're just the same skills we've had already available already. And they're not tied. Again, it's it. just, it's just simplifying. It's just simplifying. And I'm all for that. But don't don't remove anything that's actually there. Don't remove raging, don't remove raging strikes. Yes, I I need that, please. <laughs> and the question is, like, does raging strikes then can ninjas get raging strikes at some point, or can ninjas get Hawkeye or something? Hawkeye, shit, that's a Dex buff. I want that as a ninja. Fifteen percent more dexterity? Are you fucking kidding me? That's my main stat. Of course, I want that shit if I'm a ninja. That's how I feel, at least. Do you think they would ever be that? No, I don't think I don't think ninjas are gonna get hawks eye. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna dick eye them out of it. That's how I feel about it. So in terms of other things, we were talking about Blood of the Dragon before. Yeah. They clarify that starting at level sixty in the expansion, you're gonna get like a special user interface to more easily allow you to track that thing. Like Grease lightning stacks will be more trackable. Like, for example, imagine three orbs on your screen. And when you have one stack, two stack, three stack, you can see it. And then as it's about to fall off, it starts blinking. So you start if you get more of a visual alert. It's called That just sounds like that just sounds like a pre-made UI, just basically for it is. whatever. Yeah. And that's fine. 
I'm alright with what I have. Do you feel like that's that that's a resource that's needed with you already being able to see the duration of your buff? Do you feel like this is easier than staring than looking at the duration of your buff comparatively? You're a dragoon. Like I'm I'm a machinist. I gotta worry about hot shot and like wildfire. I don't got I ain't got, yeah, shit, that's to what you have to worry I ain't got shit to worry about, all right? Right. Um it wouldn't make it, it wouldn't make it any easier. I mean yeah, if you the only way I'd see it easier the only way I'd see it any easier if they like increase the size of the of the actual um, timer or the buff itself, like huge giant ass blood of the dragon icon with the timer. That would be the only way. The way the way it is now, the way I have mine set up, and again, it's only personal preference. So if you're going to, I mean, you could force this. You can force a custom UI based on your job, based on everything, and. Like half the people would probably just want to go back to what they had. Like, don't, don't I had it set up for a reason. It might look foreign to a lot of people, but I have it set up for a reason. It's where I can see everything. And like, yeah, just moving everything out of the way. I just had to get used to it. You know, pay attention. Like, make it, make it an option. An make option. it as an option. Yeah. If anybody's curious about what this would look like, I highly recommend you go to YouTube and you search up World of Warcraft Weak Auras. Uh, I believe that was an add-on that was eventually worked into the full game, but it's the mm. concept is somewhat similar, although we don't know that it would be that intrusive. Uh, it's very visual. Like, for example, if you're... I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, if you are an arcane mage and your instant cast arcane missiles or your super fast cast arcane missiles are available, it'll, like put an arcane aura around you know, like in the middle of your screen and then as soon as you click it the aura is gone um i oh actually God, every time every time i look at tally rating yes yeah, you can see fucking, yeah watch tally all those fucking add-ons i'm like bro am i is is he raiding or is he flying a plane i see all this shit on. <laughs> i see all this shit like here 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 like, bro, what are you or you could go watch any World of Warcraft streamer for probably about an hour, and you'll see the procs pop up on their screen. Yeah, yeah. So just that—that's the example that's easiest to give when it comes to what that would look like. Um, global cooldown combos are, will not change, so get used to your fucking global cooldowns. Sly. Yep. Um, what else do we have here? There's the intermediate hall talking about removing accuracy and parry. They don't know what they're doing with either accuracy or parry yet. If they're keeping them, if they're reworking them, if they're just outright removing them. In which case, dude, if I only have crit, skill, speed, and determination as my fucking stats, I like. Okay. What do I need? To Thank pick? you. I would like some. I, I would like some. Some. I, I've talked about this for a long time. I want slightly more exciting itemization. I want more than three choices when I get two out of three choices on every piece of gear. <laughs> if you're gonna remove one of the choices, like mm-hmm. it's a, it's already kind of in a weird spot. So I don't know how I feel about the removal. And even the removal of parry is really weird. Like, are they gonna replace it with a different stat, or are they just gonna say fuck it? It just doesn't seem perfect. I think they would. Uh, I think they would have to. <laughs> Like just removing it altogether really wouldn't be much to begin with, but I would replace it with a useful stat. What what is a stat that like we could do, like so example we have critical hit rate, but critical hit rate affects both our critical hit rate and our critical hit damage. Do they then separate it and make it so that critical hit rate and critical hit damage no. are two things? God no, please no. But I'm saying I'm just I'm listing like possibilities for for stats. Do you make def- a, a bonus defense a stat? Do you make um? Do you add effects to abilities like you know foresight? You know, like, like having so like having additional effect like blood of the dragon will last five seconds longer, or uh, foresight will be useful. You know, something that's that's it can read on the gear. 
that yes, it will actually read foresight will be useful. Because I'm just going to assume foresight's still going to be useless in the expansion. Like I just I have no faith in that ability. <laughs> oh, so you have no faith in the paper hat? It it it'll be strong in paper. It's it, yeah, it'd be paper mache. That's about the only difference. Paper mache. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, and the mastery stats, like, so you get, like, there's, like, a stat that specifically gives bonuses for that job. Like, that's another one. So it's, like... Yeah, for bonuses for, I, I, I think bonuses for abilities and, like, timing, downtimers and everything like that, um, it's kind of iffy. It kind of gets iffy. Well, they've talked about how it's difficult to balance for so long now. And I'm just like, right. dude, but I can't only have three fucking stats. Like, I need more than three stats on a piece of armor. Or three possible stats. <laughs> they can add morale to even more gear. <laughs> that it doesn't do anything on. I don't know. If they're going to go this route, I want a replacement stat. Of some kind. I don't know what they're going to do. But seriously, um, they talked about a, th a third raid difficulty again, like a really savage mode. Imagine Alexander the Creator really savage. <laughs> Alexander the Creator, brutal, brutal, brutal. I mean, that brutal was the original term name for, for it. Yeah, that. yeah, that's what I saw. Um, I want to give more people a reason to be pissed, and more people, more, more people a reason. To break up statics. You want to know what's funny you really, about this? Do you really want to give them that reason? You want to know what's funny about this? Yoshida says that it would be really just for the challenge, like, again, like, limited reward kind of deal. But that he specifically says that if they do this, he doesn't want to hear people complain that it's too hard. Because that's, he's like, literally, we are designing it to be a 1%. But we already do that to begin with. You are just exactly. setting yourself see, he, up for he, failure. But he can understand if, like, the raid difficulty that's designed for the majority of the player base is considered too hard. Because it's the majority of the player base who's providing the feedback about it. If this is something that's actually designed for the 1% of people that are, like, pushing their limits, and he doesn't want to hear people saying that shit's too hard. He's like, listen, if the 1% tells me it's too hard, I'll listen to them. You other 99%, like... Stop. Mm -hmm. Like, you have, like, I've given you what you want here. We just have this extra thing. If you can't do it, don't complain to me that you can't do it. Get better. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Like, when did, when did we have this conversation with Yoshi P? It was like, like God knows, like, maybe a year ago when, like, more, yeah, more than that, it feels like. Yeah. When he actually just legit said, like, what are you talking about? Just get good. Uh, It's it'll go horribly wrong because because people want to actually try it. it it's content that people want to try, and then it, it, it's a case of you get what you ask, and the people who aren't ready for it are mainly the ones asking. I my I guess my only question is what are the what does the resource intensity look like for that? Is that gonna is is me getting this extra difficulty that like I would do it I would enjoy it, but is that mm -hmm. at the sacrifice of three extra raid bosses on the previous difficulty? Is that at the is that at the sacrifice of another thing that more people mm -hmm. could do? Like it's great right. to I'm the person who would enjoy this content. I'm the person who wants this content. I'm not gonna ask for it if it means sacrificing a serious amount of effort from the development team that could be spent on content that is more widely accepted. I'm not I'm not that selfish. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can go back to is when we were at FanFest and we saw, like, the mechanic for uh, Ozma Savage. That was pretty like, cool. 
It, it was food coma. But how? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, if we were to see it, how many, um, how much re- more resource-wise are we going to lose in a future patch just because of that? If we do the- Chat's like they have Lords of Verminion two to work on. Clearly, they can't make this. <laughs> Lords of Verminion two, Electric Boogaloo, Electric Goobaloo. There you go. Nice. That was actually a good. One. Good job. Electric Goobaloo. Yeah. I'm down. I'm smart. I'm smart. And he says it's a content for the superiority were his words. That's that's what he had to say. Like, God, please don't, please don't put people on pedestals. That's that's what he said. It's more of a content. Oh man. It's it's a content of superiority, not for the superiority. It's a content of superiority. I'm his words, not mine, man. And he says he's really happy. Uh, he's really happy about the creator savages difficulty he's yeah yeah i can agree with that he he is concerned though when the next expansion comes out even though the difficulty of the jobs is anticipated to stay the same that people are going to have similar struggles with like they did with gordius not to the same degree because they're not going to scale it that high Mm -hmm. but he anticipates that the next raid tier the next eight man raid tier will be considered harder by the community in general because of the whatever learning curve that exists going from 60 to 70. that'll be the only reason why i mean it's easy to kind of put that on um, Gladius, uh where we were just learning at the time, learning our new abilities and everything like that, like the jump from 50 to 60. Uh, now that we kind of mastered it after a year, yeah. It, it I don't know that I would, I would call it that because I guarantee you that if we, t- that a year, like a year ago, yeah, sticking in Gordius when people didn't mm-hmm. know the game as well. Okay, it was still scaled out the ass. I guarantee you, even a year later, if you put that same exact raid in, if you just pretend it never mm-hmm. existed, and then they said, oh, by the way, here's this raid tier, Gordius. Same bosses, same mechanics, everything, but it's scaled to what people know now. I guarantee you it doesn't go that much better. And that's a and that's just one of mechanics, first of all. And he even brings this up. Uh, in regards to uh, optical sight, like there's a there's a clear cut difference of players who are actually good at the mechanic and who can't do it for shit. Like he, he even says that it's like there's a split in, in the player player base, and that's just people. That's just people. That's just people. That's why I don't want you either know a mechanic savage. or you don't. That's why I don't want twenty four man savage because just people. That's the mechanic I'm worried about. Yeah, you're worried about you're worried. About. That's <laughs> the, the people me- mechanic. Yeah, the hey, people hey. mechanic. In MMOs, the people mechanic is the hardest mechanic. Uh, that's why we can't. And the only way to do because, the mechanic is to the, use your the words. Mechanic. Hey, I got the people buff. The people debuff. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. This. I got this really weird debuff where there's like 23 other people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> It's really weird. I get this almost every time I go in here in the duty finder. Sometimes it's like yeah. 17 people don't know what they're doing. Sometimes it's like six people don't know what they're doing. But one time I had literally, I had the maximum debuff of 23. Could we fun. really honestly say that Echo was the people buff? Yeah, Echo is the people buff. Echo is like, okay, we're going to take the people and we're just going to make them stronger. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's gotten a lot better, to be honest. I had an Ozma. I had my best Ozma ever last week. Oh, really? Best Ozma, which was really weird because the first two bosses went like shit. <laughs> but the Ozma boss went super easy. I've never seen Ozma die so quick and so smoothly than with that group. Echo is the people buff. Yeah, Echo is the people buff. That's uh, it. Yeah, I'm, 
Like, the only thing I've had, like, really fucking terrible was the dating work on a longer stay party. Um, I'm just sitting here thinking, we're not even supposed to see this half of the shit. Like, why are we even this far? Why? Like, why is it even? Like, seriously, we're actually seeing the, the legit fight if we did this, like, when it first came out. You know what's really weird well, about that? Speaking of that, with Alexander Savage, mm-hmm. it is really fucking annoying how easy it is to skip mechanics. And, like, every- and you just don't know. Like, when it first happens and you don't know what the fuck to do, oh, oh, we didn't get a whirlwind. What the fuck are we doing? I don't have a cooldown for this. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the worst. The worst. That's is the in, worst thing. Yeah. A ten Savage is like, uh, we skip the we skip the tank buster, uh, mechanic really? guys, different mechanic, different, and everyone's like, I'm on autopilot. Oh, oh shit, it's different. <laughs> it's tough, man. That's just annoying. It's tough when you can for like foresee pushing the mechanic and knowing what to do then, but when you actually push a mechanic that you normally don't and don't know what to do, yeah, that that, that kind of fucks with you. Fucks with me a lot of times, like. Well, it doesn't fuck with me, but it's like... Dude, it fucked with me super hard on A11 Savage. We skipped about 20 seconds of the fight, and I was like, I don't have ammo. I feel like I'm gonna... <laughs> I, I got, my ammo is down for another 50, for another 25 seconds. Like, please. I hate you. And tank swaps also. Yeah, you can skip the first prey on A10 Savage. Yeah, that's what I meant with A10 Savage mm-hmm. skipping a tank buster. I've skipped. We've skipped the first prey before. So it's really weird. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, that's a really weird part of, of Savage. So uh, yeah. that's something that's been really weird about Create. I mean, even Alexander, it's more like you just skip mechanics at the end of the fight, like A12 Savage. Like, thank God I didn't have to do the second set of fucking pools in the last phase. But then you have, like, A11 Savage where it's like, all right, he's going to Whirlwind or he's going to do this. Okay, he did he did the Whirlwind. Okay, now he's doing that. Okay, but we skipped the other mechanic because the Whirlwind made it so that we had more time to DPS him. So now we skip this mechanic randomly. It's like, what the f- fuck is going on <laughs> yep uh those good times wonderful yeah, so times. yeah like for all for all new to rating out there dps isn't everything it, it kind of can fuck you up it's not terrible <laughs> oh yeah yes so the next thing they talked about was the forbidden land of eureka this area is now specifically is being more and more affiliated with the area to work on the 4.0 relic this entire area is dedicated towards building a building a weapon and potentially if this if eureka does well armor in the future and building it by doing the content there um it also specifically notes well actually no this the thing i was going to say is is mentioned a little bit later um and it's it's interesting because for so long we've affiliated the relic weapon with do old shit or gather tombstones. So will this will this be better? Just relegating it to one area and doing the same thing over and over that's again? The, that's no, the it's question. something new. Something new, but yeah, you're basically grinding over the same old thing over and over. Again. The thing, the difference is, it's not content I was doing two years ago. That's like the that, major. That's the only difference. That's the question, though. What is the content of the like? It's so it's so obscure. What they want to make? They've mentioned the seventy-two mm-hmm. hour respawn, like on certain bosses. Mm-hmm. Is that something I'm going to look forward to, or is that something that's going to be like the hunts where I just 600 people show up and shit all over it? That you actually have the schedule. <laughs> you actually have the scheduled time to actually. It's a, do it's a scheduled shitting on. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I could imagine like somebody coming coming to like Idleshire and being like, "Hey, boss is going to spawn 
in 20 minutes for anyone who nobody does that shit but this is this is different from the hunt where it's in a window like no one's gonna uh-huh. go and say that a hunt a hunt window is gonna be up in 20 minutes because then it's a window of like however many hours and mm. when the condition is met but this is different where it's like it will be up in exactly 20 minutes and like ariala would be able to tell you the exact spawn time because right. we can only assume it would appear on eureka so i'm uh i'm just curious like if it even though it's new is it better content to do with the relic or is it the same thing just disguised as a different thing it just looks pretty more a little bit more pretty and shinier because it's new yeah we're not doing we're not doing old old content um honestly god i think wonder's tales is a good example yeah, and I think with Wonders, the thing is, Wonders Tales, everyone just gets in a group to do this shit. Like, nobody does it in the fucking Duty Finder. So, I think they've kind of, I'm wondering, like, keeping old stuff alive is, is important now because there's no jump potions. So, I'm questioning if the move away from doing old content is because they anticipate a, a lower amount of people because of the addition of jump potions. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like someone's going to fucking buy 12 jump potions and jump all their jobs up to fucking 60. There are people who will if they fucking really want to. But, I mean, most reasonable people are not going to be like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to get every job to 60. I'm going to buy jump potions for all of them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll, yeah, sure. How much, how much are they? 60 each? There's there's 15 jobs. Okay, so I've got the one for free. It's 14. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, sure. I'll pay. I spent $840. Yeah, fuck it. Bay life. Everyone will do that. That's a hell of a paycheck sp- expenditure. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a made paycheck. What should I do? Buy 14 jump potions. Um, I'm just curious if that is is part of the is the thought process is less people maybe doing lower level stuff so making the relic focus on that, mm-hmm. or they're just tired of fucking doing it because he admits outright that it's fucking boring to do that shit. He says right here, I understand it's boring. Because it is. <laughs> Till I'm not a normal person. Don't fucking buy 14 jump potions. You stop it. You go level no. your shit to 60 right now and shut your mouth. All right. You know you're doing it. If you're that addicted to leveling, it's because you're doing. You're already doing it now. <laughs> you're not waiting to pay month sixty dollars for it. Again, somebody said you can do it for gratis. <laughs> we, we don't know if you can. We don't know if you can. Considering it's about skipping the story, I sincerely doubt this would work on crafters and gatherers. Like, why would you make it able to skip the story and then the person picks fucking minor <laughs> to level 60 yeah i skipped all the uh i skipped all the 2.0 3.5 story oh would you pick as your 60 uh botanist what hey hey me wins. she tells them marketing neighbors neighbors like, like, and well, well, well to be fair do you understand that means you have to do one to 60 without any main story quests without any recipe xp without any <laughs> Without anything to do but kill shit and do dungeons. But you have no armory bonus, no rest of the XP, and nothing like gear-wise from 1 to fucking 60. You are fucked, all right? <laughs> your, your anus, the game, you. Like, done. Wow. 
That was very vivid. <laughs> that was so fucking vivid. Are you serious? Like, what am I gonna go do? Fucking. What am I gonna go fucking do? Palace of the Dead. You can't even unlock Palace of the Dead if you were to do that. You need to be a level seventeen battle job. But you just doubled your botanist to sixty. So you still need to do 17, 16 levels to get to 17. But you'll have all of that money for fucking gear once you get a 60. <laughs> no, you won't, because you'll only have one crafter or one gatherer, and we all know that's hey, not hey, enough. Hey, favors. Favors. And you won't have any fucking gear for it. And it's level 70 now. Why the fuck are people buying level 60 favors when you're on your way to 70? 70. <laughs> None of that makes sense. You're You're done. That's it. If that, that's that's almost definitely not going to be a possibility. You're just going to walk up to a fate with your fucking miner and hit it with your pickaxe and hope shit goes all right. I actually did that outside of copper bar mines just oh, because yeah. I was fucking <laughs> because I, I was trying to mine shit and uh, like I ran into a mob and they like I think I was in stealth and I came out too soon. Actually, pickaxe did that worked. Hundred DPS OP. So you know right now. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, uh, they said so. They said if the relic weapon does okay, they're considering doing an armor version. But so that it's more unique to the player, the player says this is the piece I want to make powerful. Like you could hand over the golden subligar, for example, and then they go, okay, we're gonna make this item level relevant. Can you can we talk about the stats for a second? What What do you mean the stats? Stats in general, because I feel like underwear. I feel like if they're going to do that, then like they need to really take a serious look at the stats because I feel like some some people got shafted in terms of their, their relics. So if they're going to actually move on to... You know, ah, you can pick all the armor. stats. Fuck it. I'll just go... And with no accuracy, you already know what all my gear is going to look like. Crit that, crit that, crit that, crit that, crit that, crit that, crit that. Done. That's it. And then you just show up. And you, you know what you do? You take that fucking... You take the fucking uh, posing ranger outfit. You make it item level 330. And then all of a sudden you're just like this. But you're, but you're Gucci. Alright? It's just like that. But do you really think they would... Uh, well, with the recent success to anime, I guess they could. But I, it just makes me think about like earlier Relic and how it was kind of four stats. And I don't know what they would do. The first time being, um, being actual armor, what they would do. I don't know. And also, I don't expect this stuff to be, like, max item level relevant. Like, I expect that Eureka... No, no, oh god, Eureka, no, god, I expect that Eureka, like, gradually over time gets, like, more enemies and bosses and upgrade paths and things like that. Mm. And that way, when new item level stuff comes out, it doesn't fall to irrelevancy. AF armor will be tricky because you need to do things other than that. No, you don't. <laughs> they could just make it shitty itemization and just make it a higher item level so that people are like, well... Shit. <laughs> pretty much pretty much alright uh, next thing no new races of course no Vieras I mean a lot of people were surprised that they said no new races I knew it was no new races but still yeah. um, what's, so another thing that's interesting going back to the jump potion is they say that because they haven't decided what they want to do with that yet they're considered they don't know if they have a solution to the whole you know how they had to go all the way from 2.5 to get to 3.0 yeah. That may st you may need to 3.5 to get to 4.0. It's that's looking like it still might ha actually happen. That's where the jump potion comes in for like people who buy Stormblood, so they don't have to fucking do it. 
you're missing out, but like you gotta understand, man. People want to play the new hotness. Like, yeah, the old content is good and it's an experience, but that's not where everyone is. People want so they, all the they, bonuses like, to the old content, like when in three point three point. So yes, I want all their first time bonuses if they've never actually done any of that shit. No, no, just like all the uh, bonus XP that people were getting just by doing uh, older content. This the new players we're talking about, like, like really. It didn't take them as long as we went through it when we first went through it. Like, so that doesn't account for anything? No, it's just the story. <sighs> the story drags on a pretty long time. I don't know, man. If I was brand new to a game and someone told me I had to do 400 main story quests before I could play with my friend, I'd be pretty upset. <laughs> I'd be like, well, we could do Palace of the Dead, get dead together until you get caught up. I'd be like, yeah, but every time I go into Palace of the Dead with you, that's like six quests I could have done to get caught up. Just give us the intermediate, intermediate thing. Bi, right. bi. Right. That's how I feel. Um, main three cities will remain non-flyable. I mean, we kind of saw that coming. New beast tribes will be in because it's a new area. Of course. Um, Yoshi P says they don't know about adding new areas to old places like Northern Corthus, for example. I don't see a need. I, I would like to go there eventually. If not, at least do what they do with Zelfatol and dungeon it up. If it's if it's uninhabitable, just dungeon it up. Fuck it, Bay Life. Bay Life. Bay. Life. Or what they did with uh, Ogamora. Yeah. Well, no, I want Ogamora to. I want the Beast Tribe areas to get expanded, so because we didn't get dungeons okay. for that shit. Yeah, we got to see their deepest chamber, but we didn't actually get to a dungeon in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, clarify that a lot of people cited how memory problems are the one. So. Talk about the PS3 version. <laughs> the reason for ending the PS3 support is due to how they want to enhance and improve the playing experience of 14 itself through a hardware that provides a better experience. And since Sony has been pushing PS4 up, both companies decided to fully bring the game into the next level, is the reason Yoshi Yoshida uh, provided. Yoshida also reiterated that cutting off the PS3 support is not meant to cut off or abandon PS3 players, but he's doing it completely to encourage players to play the game on a better platform. Buy PS4. Yeah, pretty much. In other words, <laughs> and yeah, like, really, that's not even a Yoshi. Uh, that's not even a Yoshi E decision. That's, that's a Sony decision. That's a, and that's also, that's a slide decision right now too. Slides like get a fucking PS4, please. Get a PS4, please. Please get a. It doesn't even have to be a pro, even though that's the new hot shit right now. Just get a PS4. Isn't the pro less expensive than some PS4s? I don't know. I remember people saying that. I have one, so. Let's just say that they ran into an issue with Final Fantasy XI where the consoles were fucking, the, with fucking holding the game back. And they don't want to make the same mistake here. Just get one on Black Friday. Yeah. Get one on Racist Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fight some people in the line just to get me. Yeah. Luck. Good fucking luck. Luck. And that's pretty much the majority of the, uh, of the entire eight pages. There's some other things in here like, you know, again, Stormblood's heavily, you know, teased for June. Early summer, we knew that. And uh, talking about unlocking abilities, like that maybe level getting more of them through just leveling as opposed to always having to go back and do these quests every two levels. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's nothing. A lot of this interview is nothing set in stone, but they're tossing around ideas. And the way we, we respond to those ideas probably helps dictate how likely they are to be a thing. So always mm -hmm. make sure you're providing feedback and make sure that uh, you're going to be paying attention the next 10 days. We've got, a, we've got a big thing. We have our patch 3.5 preview part one on November 25th. 
Marco will be translating. Yeah, you just gonna look at me like that, Sly, or? Pretty much. That's it. Why? Why can't you say anything? So this is, by the way, just to be clear, this is usually the live letter everyone bitches about not showing enough stuff. Again, the preview part. The preview, but no, no, no. I mean, because it's a patch preview part one. Every patch preview part one is here are all the things that will happen, but we're not going to actually show you any of the things. It's like, oh, we're gonna. This is the name of the next twenty-four man raid. This proto ultima is mm -hmm. gonna be in there. Or we have this mystery thing that we're not gonna tell you about yet. And then, like the next one, the one that's gonna happen at FanFest uh, in December, is gonna be okay. Now here's what it actually all looks like, and here's the release date. Yeah. So uh, yeah. That's why I say it's a little bit underwhelming because it's overshadowed by FanFest. Like we're like, yeah, here's all this stuff. It looks cool. We don't know what it is yet. We know some of it. And then we get the fan fest, and we get more one more announcements about four point oh. Two, all the pretty much stuff that the important things about three point five. Yeah, yeah, all the stuff that it didn't show in part one. Yeah, that's all. That's why I say it's overshadowed. Honestly, I just want to see what they do for the Christmas event if it's as fun as the Halloween event. That's Ooh, what matters. That's what, that's what matters to me. Are you gonna have to make a bunch of bells and then sell them on the market more? Last year? Hey, no, wasn't I thought last year's was we had to. Oh no, maybe it was the year before where we had to go around to people's houses with the Christmas trees, and you had to, you had to, like, just literally go to people's housing areas and like talk to their Christmas trees. <laughs> All I remember is last year, like, you had to get a bell, and you know, the first, like, the first night the event came out, like, everybody was on the market more selling bells and making like a shit ton of money because everybody needed fucking bells. So, yeah, I do remember. I do remember that. I do remember that too. Yeah, we have to Christmas event. We have to go into snow cloak and uh, <laughs> and and and, uh, and Fenrir has a Santa hat. I'll, I'll be down for that. Yeah, Fenrir's got a Santa hat. He's uh he's actually one of Santa's reindeer. We're gonna find out. Yeah. That's gonna be the story. And then everybody needs to obtain a Fenrir mount so that you can you can be Santa. That's gonna be the event. We just figured it out. We just fucking Fun. figured it out. Fun. There you go. There's your Christmas. We can redecorate all of Snow Cloak. I mean, hell, it's, it's according to the story, it's it's open. It's just that's it. And then that's where Red Fenrir will be. There you go. We still don't, and that, to be fair, Red Fenrir was put in the game. We still haven't seen the fucker. He was he was like patched into the game a while ago. We still haven't seen the guy. Need two Fenrirs, just like we have two monks. We have two motherfucking monks. All right, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, I think that pretty much covers everything that we need to talk about this show. Again, we apologize. LBR was not able to make it to the show this week, but we will figure out something else. Next week, hmm, what's on the docket for next week? If there's no new interviews, mm -hmm. we'll probably be talking about stuff we're anticipating for patch 3.5 with the preview part one. Um, honestly, Sly, I got a question to ask you. This is about two weeks from now. No. Do you want to do the show on a day that's not Tuesday two weeks from now? Do you want to do the show on Monday? Because I really, really don't want to stop playing uh, Final Fantasy 15. Do you really want to do it on Monday? I really want to do the show on a different day on... on I don't want to do it but on a... Mon but Monday is just going to be like the hype and build up to 12 a.m. 
I really, really don't want to do the show on Tuesday. <laughs> I want to do a show that week because that's the week after live. That's the week after the live letter. We can't not do a show that week. <laughs> but I don't want to do it on the day Final Fantasy 15 launches. Mm. It's Final, dude. It's it's literally. I saw the Versus 13 trailer 10 years ago. Like, I, I need this. <laughs> it's my. We'll call it Monday Night. Monday Raw. Night. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And then, and then everybody, you know, goes off their ways and waits either. Shit, we can shit, we can even delay it till Thursday. I don't give a shit. Like, I just don't want it to be on Tuesday. Oh wait, no, I can't delay it till Thursday because PlayStation Experience. Oh no, no, no. Do I go to my hotel on Thursday that week? PlayStation Experience the same weekend, like the weekend after. So it is Monday. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there. Yeah, we don't want to take a week off, but because of you know, like live letter, it's too important. Sunday, Sunday's too early, I think. No. <laughs> Sunday's not too early. Sunday's perfect. Sunday it is. Great. Fine. <laughs> uh, uh, now, the question is, like, for all you people who probably will get here by the time, you know, post-show happens and see the show, will y'all remember that, that we're going to do it on a Sunday? Is Sunday okay with you? Well, Sunday's also LBR. That's true. That's a good point. Perfect. Now we know they're available. <laughs> <laughs> we know they're home. So it's going to be... It's got to be Monday. the then. limit break? It's it, the limit break. Uh, let's see. We got two monks, so why can't we have two podcasts? Who gives a shit about <laughs> football? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> football's later in the day. No, um, what the fuck no, you I, mean it's later in the no, day? it's not. It's this right after church. Of course it is. It's right after church. Yeah. Okay. Um, right till Monday. Monday. Yeah, because Saturday would be kind of. That would be. That's literally like the morning of the live letter. We would be doing the the state of the realm the same day, pretty much. So we would do it like if anything. One people would probably be up. Two, we could do it at, right after the live letter goes off. <laughs> yeah, you just want to do it as soon as the live letter's done. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll just do it Saturday. <laughs> Fine. He wants to do it. He's suggesting we do it fucking Saturday that week. I'll fucking do it Saturday that week. And you know what? Right when the live layer goes off, we are on. Just so YouTube's not confused, I still won't post it till Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like it didn't even change on YouTube. Right. So uh, I'm I'm fucking down. All right. I'm fucking down to do it. uh, To do it that Saturday. To do it literally the day of the fucking live letter. Yeah, I just don't want it to be. I'm honestly like, I don't. Yeah, Saturday Saturday's good. If it's, it's gonna be on the live letter, it could be the same day. Maybe we get Marco on as a guest. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll see what happens. See, see, panned out, panned out, panned yeah. out, and then it's back to normal on December sixth, which is the day Last Guardian comes out. For anyone who doesn't know. Although I also damn it, now we're gonna have a cancel too. No, I'm I'm just I'm, kidding. I'm just still kidding. gonna be playing fifteen. Just kidding. Yeah, I'll probably still be playing fifteen by the time Last Guardian comes out. So I gotta uh, ask. No, I gotta ask about. Hey, uh, we'll clear your schedules for Saturday at four p.m. P- uh, PST. Uh, Saturday, November twenty sixth. Is that the twenty? Yeah, it is because the Saturday yes. is the nineteenth. Yeah. Yes. So Saturday, November twenty sixth would be the live letter one. And then this a week from today is the preparation for a live letter kind of deal. 
<laughs> you lied. Last Guardian's not going to be released. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't lie. Sony lied. Yeah, they lied, not us. Don't, don't hold us accountable for that. All right, on that note, everyone, we're going to wrap up the show move on over into post-show. So, Sly, why don't you tell me where they can find you at, my man? You oh, can find it's me. all messed up. Hold on, watch this. Ready for this, guys? Boop, boop. There you go. You Gucci. Thank you, Sonder. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, aka Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly Fox. You can find me on Facebook at Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Behemoth Plot 14, Word 5, and Lavender Beds. Because people actually, like I learned today, people actually want to find where I live for some reason. That's scary. I would, I would open scary. a P.O. box in a different house. It's like that's my that's my address. Everyone's standing outside, just like yeah. when it, where is he? And you're just like looking from the over the other house out the window, like oh shit. Like why are there random people at our FC house? Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh I'm the other guy. I'm Mr. Happy. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Mr. Happy127, all those places. Um yeah, I don't have anything fancy to add this week. Other than I'm drinking this fancy coffee concentrate right here mm. Mm. i don't know when it'll be available for half coffee but uh god damn is it good Alrighty, then sly what do you say we move on over into a short little post show before you go and get your stream started sounds good all right everybody thank you for joining us this week we will see you next tuesday and next saturday as well thank you and until next time take care see you next week he said it